I want to give you a warning about today's show. It's a bit of a mascara alert, if you will. It was a rough weekend for Kiki and myself, and today we're going to open up about everything that went down. So, uh, you know, it's Monday, and uh, if you're like, I don't want to get super emotional, the first half of the show is fine. You might want to come back after the commercial break, and I won't be mad if you come back and you listen to the second part later on, maybe after work or something. We do shows like this sometimes to make you feel not alone. You know, never want you to feel like whatever you're going through in life, I don't want you to feel alone ever. That there's people that are going through the same thing you're going through. And you've got an old pet, older pet, aging pet. Eventually, you're going to have to face this reality today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, it's live, laugh, and love, right? We, we live, we share our lives, good and bad, you know, happy days and sad days. We do laugh a lot, uh, even on the hard days, and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. My mom asked me a second ago, why did I just grunt when I sat down to, to do the podcast? Uh, when I was putting Kiki up on the bed, and I sat back down, I was like, ugh. <laughs> so I was cocky earlier today. I didn't know if it was going to kick in today or not, but it did. Kicked in hard after my nap today so i was asked to go and kick off a 5k a virtual 5k for the johns hopkins uh children's center here which is like a huge huge uh, children's hospital i mean it's like one of the biggest in the country um the it's just a really big organization and the radio station here has always been a big part of it so it was like, it's really, it's like kind of, kind of like an honor uh, and nerve wracking to hop into it. So this is our first event that we did and we did a five. But the first thing they did is they came to us on Thursday and they were like, Hey, do you guys want to host a 5k? And we were <laughs> like, Oh, well actually what happened? They, we went to lunch with them a couple of weeks ago and they mentioned it, but they didn't say another word about it. Oh. And then Thursday they were like, Hey, so can you guys like do that 5k with us this weekend? And we were like, Oh no, I haven't run, hmm. run in like a long time. But yes. it's one of those things that I couldn't say no to because it's such a big organization. That would not be good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's just a good cause. Like you, like, like mm. really, you can't come and run three miles, you know, because <laughs> yeah. kids are battling cancer, but you can't come run three miles. Yeah. So of course we said yes, but I so I yesterday we got out there. It was pretty cold. It was like forty five, maybe fifty. But once you started running, it was fine. And Jess and I. We didn't even run the whole five k. We would take turns. We decided it might be kind of funny if we just like ran a collective five k together. <laughs> so like some of the laps, like I, I would ride in the wagon, she would pull me, but all together we would like get around. So I, I probably did like nine of thirteen laps, mm-hmm. uh, maybe more than that. We'll just say ten. Okay, so ten of thirteen laps, mm-hmm. uh, and so. We did it, and I felt pretty good. And I came home yesterday, and I, I did a lot of stretching because I was like, "This is going to be terrible in my body." So I haven't done this in so long. Right. And I went and I uh, took a hot bath last night because I was like, "I need to like get these on." And I woke up this morning, I was like, "Man, I feel great." I was like, "I must be in much better shape than I thought I was," <laughs> knowing there was still that chance though that I could be super sore. So I came home today. I had to go run some errands this morning. I came home and took a nap, and I woke up. And that's when it kicked in. You know, that feeling like everything's locked up, you know? Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh. It's a lot of come wobbling in, sit down. Oh, mm. everything's just, it feels like you've got, you know, sandbags like on your legs. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm kind of wobbling around it's in here. It's a day or two later that it kicks you in the butt. 
I know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out what order I want to do today's show. And my, my mom actually has a whole list of content today. <laughs> and I don't even know if I'm going to use much of it because we have even more stuff to talk to you about. Maybe hey. we should um, we should start where we missed out on Friday because – my dad usually comes on on Friday. Maybe we should just get dad out of the way. Okay. Um, so my dad comes on Friday. Um, you want to go and grab him? Sure. And he has his very own segment. And um, he, you know, if you listen to this podcast long enough, you know how this next segment goes. It's a little a little ridiculous, especially for a Monday. You're just trying to get your week started. Friday is kind of fun. Monday you might drive you crazy. So, um, he, and I know he's been prepping for this one. So this should be really interesting. As we break. That doesn't sound like. <laughs> he changed his song? No. 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 <laughs> Did you change your song? Did you change your song? Hey, hey. Uh, did you change your song or did you hit the wrong button? <laughs> I thought I'd just mix it up a little bit, you know? I, fans oh, might be getting bored no, that one song. It's a good song, man. This is a good song. Listen to it. Listen to it. Listen, I've been doing this for a long time now. Yeah. And there's nothing that I know about uh, about what people like other than consistency. I can promise you. Oh, they'll love oh, it. The Facebook group is going to go wild. Groove like, it, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just wanted to—I uh, wanted to get them, you know, just sort of jolt them a little bit, shake, shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to love that or not. All I right, think well, they're going to. We'll, we'll I think see. they're gonna have a real problem. I All think right, people look well. forward to the to the Jimmy Mac song. Has anybody? Back. What I'm curious about is anybody listening actually heard that song before? Before my dad played it, like is it a big song? No, so, they're not staying alive. Jimmy Mac song. Oh, oh no, they wouldn't have heard that. No, 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 no. That's not very popular, is it? Uh, back in the day, it was back in. It you was. Know. It was like it was like a hit because I mean I feel like I never come across it before, and I mean I was I did like mobile DJ work where I played for old people and everything. How I never you? ever played you? Uh, uh, thirty-seven, but okay. remember, I used to do all those old people parties. Yeah, well, I, I mean, there was a lot of good songs back then. It, I mean, it was you know when it came out. I don't know. You can you can do the research. You're you're, you're the uh, disc disc jockey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't care that much. <laughs> but right, right. No, there's probably either. there's probably somebody out there. My dad's my dad's philosophy is never give up, right? And really, when he comes out, we talk about how to annoy customer service people to give you what you want, <laughs> which is pretty much pretty opinion. much been. <laughs> well, how do you describe what, what we talk about when you? I, I thought we'd gone down this road before. Uh, well, I'm a customer, and, and, yeah. I, and I know that I'm a good customer in, in the cases that I demand excellent service and, uh, you know, demand, you know, things be right. That's all it yeah. is. Okay. Well, and he's been, excuse me, he's, trust me, he's been doing this for years, like years and years and years. This has been his M.O. Well, I've learned a lot, though, from watching him, and, and um, we got to catch up, too, on the listener that, that came through. It was yeah. B-Cat, right? B-Cat oh, yeah. came through. That was a okay. that was a big one we talked about last week, right? Oh, yeah, B Cat yeah, yeah. came on here yeah. and said that she was, was um, B Cat or somebody else. Rose B Cat, I think that's the same person. Cat oh, Rose on on Facebook, oh. um, and so she came on here and she said that she 
had a uh, she'd been driving Amazon's deliveries around because they've been dropping off at her house to other people. And my dad was like, you should call them and tell them that you need a twenty five dollar credit for doing so. And she apparently she went on there and told him I did a twenty I need a twenty five dollar credit. They said no. She said yes. And then so they gave her twenty five dollar credit. <laughs> yeah, that was a good thing. You know, she did. They they tried to back her down and she yeah. wouldn't be back down and so that that was the really the turning point right there for in her life she will never she will never <laughs> give in she'll never quit it's like it's like a drug it's like once yeah. you once you tell them no okay. <laughs> once you tell now. them no I've taken back her uh, her title as of uh, what Mother <laughs> Teresa too I think yeah. I called being too nice <laughs> yeah she had to go and be firm okay you ready for a new one. Uh yeah, all right. So again, if we the, the the segment is called "What Would Jimmy Mac Do?" And so if you have, if you feel like you need somebody's advice on how to, you feel like you're getting kind of taken advantage of in any kind of situation. My dad never gives up. So instead, you can come on here and you can um you can ask a question. You can either call eight 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 Kramer eight or you can email me that guy Kramer at gmail dot com and we'll get it on. Okay. It says, hi, I have a Ask Jimmy Mac question. It says, I purchased a 2017 used car with about 30,000 miles in February of 2019. I've always done the scheduled maintenance on the car. The reports were always good and no issues. About a month ago, my AC started to blow hot air. I'm not driving too much with all the COVID situation, so I waited till this weekend to take it in. The dealership called me and quoted me $8,000 in repairs. $8,000 in repairs. Something that I thought would cost about $250 for the inspection and the Freon refill, and they now want to charge me $8,000 for. This is my three-year-old Audi Q7, and my warranty expired in May of this year. It's a three-year-old car that sh- um, it's a three-year-old car that should not be experiencing this kind of issues. I asked them how how uh, how come under warranty the car never presented any issues, and now the warranties expire five months ago. The car needs a major repair. They said during the inspections they won't check the AC system unless the customer presents a problem. Uh, I work in the medical field, and so when someone comes in for a physical, we literally check everything. It's not like they have to have a mole to be cancerous. We just skip over it because the patient didn't bring it up. I need uh, advice on uh, about what Jimmy Mack would do because I'm not about to pay $8,000. That's crazy. I already asked for the supervisor to look into some options for me, uh, but maybe there is something else your dad might advise. Thank you and love you forever. P.S. My car currently has 52,000 miles. Okay. Now, <laughs> I never know my dad to give up on a on a car situation. <laughs> oh, man. I can't. I can't tell you how many car Jim Jimmy Mac stories I've heard of it, uh, Jimmy Mac versus car dealerships. Oh yeah, plus we had three kids, so it's a lot of cars. Uh, well, first of all, eight thousand dollars are ridiculous. I mean, something's wrong. Maybe he meant eight hundred dollars, uh, or maybe they're having a tough time because of COVID, and they told them all to jack up everything and you know just you know make up stuff. But anyway, yeah, eight thousand seems like a ridiculous oh, amount of money. No, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> We're not gonna do you know, that. first of all, does she have a written estimate? So she knows what these parts are. Uh, I think if, you know, even if everything was wrong, well, if everything's wrong, Georgia, uh, it wouldn't be over $5,000 and, and that's a lot of money. I can't right. speak for California and all the funniness out there. Right. I can't, I can't be <laughs> held responsible for that. But, uh, what I do know is, you know, uh, air compressors from six to $700. 
Uh, something like an evaporator here is two thousand to three thousand dollars. So, you did know, did you do your research on this? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, okay. My dad oh, yeah. takes this very seriously. Air he takes it very seriously. Receiver dryers two to three hundred. Air conditioner replacement refrigerants five to six. Air conditioner compressor, and and on top of that, a uh, rebuilt uh, air compressor here is like two or three hundred dollars, and you know, new one six to seven. So. Uh, again, she needs to get that uh, detailed estimate. She's already called a supervisor. Now, she's got to get a second opinion now. She had to, it, she's got to go out of her way. I'm sorry, but she, I mean, you got to do it if you yeah. want to fix. So if she does that is a second. I doubt it. It's not going to come in 8000 You just tell the people to say, look, I want it fixed. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't, you know, don't take all, all the old parts out because they're old. I mean, I want it working. That's all I want it doing, working. And uh, hopefully it'll come in, you know, I don't know, two, 2000 maybe a 1000 And the final thing is, you know, you could go to somewhere and get some rebuilt parts and have a, you know, have a, 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 a car shop, you know. So since you've done your research, you, you're telling me the whole thing. If you had all the parts that air conditioner it'd be $5,000 yeah, in, in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, I can't speak for, you know. I don't know where she's, I don't know where she's messaging from but that's, oh, I, I mean do. i wouldn't think car parts would be that would be three thousand more you know yeah. in california oh, I wouldn't either i would maybe 500 more environmental i don't know i don't know you know I, I get confused out there there's quite a bit of difference you know environmental <laughs> issues and stuff like that so my question is do you because my my dad is as much as he likes to harass he also doesn't like to waste a lot of time so my question with this is do you drive around, get a couple estimates, or do you just call back and strong arm them? Because well, that's what my dad would like to do too. Well, he likes to come in and, you know, yeah, she's already approached the supervisor and she's waiting evidently for what he's going to say. And, uh, even if he says, come back in, we're going to take a look at it. That's good. But that's not what I, where I'd stop because they've already, they've already proven that, that, uh, they're a bunch of liars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe anything they said. I mean, he'll probably do that. Say we can, well, yeah, he missed something. You don't have to have this replaced and we'll get it down to 6,500 or something. But I mean, she's got to do it. I mean, you don't I've, ever do anything purchased for more than $500. You don't get a second opinion. Never. I, I just, in this, in this moment, I just thought of a new service that we can offer through Certified Mama's Boy, where, where, where Jimmy Mack actually calls places <laughs> and he does the dirty work for you. And then I don't know about, that, don't it, know about it, that. I think, I think, uh, that's what uh, Mother Teresa would do. I, I don't think Jimmy Mack would. No, no. And then we'll take a percentage of the money saved. Oh, you see oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, if you, for I, example, I, I if have you. A feeling we're going to get a lot of requests here, Steve. You can park this thing down to a point where. It, you know, we might have to have three days a week or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, yeah. to get a second opinion, but so that we know that is the real cost in California, you know, you know, that's right. That does seem like a lot of money. It seems like, so Jimmy Max says, always get a second opinion before spending more than $500. That's, that's the big takeaway for today. And you'll be surprised what the second opinion says. Don't yeah. tell them you got one for $8,000. Don't you dare tell them. Or oh, you don't, them. you don't say that. Oh, and don't even tell them you got another estimate. Well, so what happens if it comes back and it says it's $9,000? <laughs> well, you know, you got a hell of a deal. You better take it while it's just at eight. Uh, That's true. You know what? Go ahead and tell them you do have another estimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to tell the second one you have an estimate so that they know they can't pull any crap on Oh, them. I see. I yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah, do, do you lie about that second estimate? I'm sorry? Do you lie about that second estimate? 
Does she come in and she's like, oh, I got another estimate for about 4500 Well, you could, but I don't know why you would. Uh, I, well, you could. Well, you will. You can if you get one and it's 9000 Sure. Sure. If yeah. it's 9000 yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and get it because then you have it in writing. And, and you want it in writing. You want an estimate in writing. Yeah, it's going to come in. I'm going to tell you right now, it'll be about $5,000, $6,000. And then you go, then it's a question is where do you want to do it? I mean, if it's another authorized dealer, I'd just go to the other dealer and say to hell with those people. I right. don't know anymore. Well, uh, you'll have to keep us, I honestly forget who sent us this message. I, I copied and pasted it from Instagram a couple of days ago, right. but if you, um, if that's you and you're listening, I forget, sorry, uh, message us and let us know how it goes. Cause I think I'm always kind of curious now. I mean, I was so happy when, when BCAT came back and got $25. So you have to report back. She not talked to you and me. Uh, <laughs> she was just not ready to do that. You know, it takes a lot of courage. I mean, what yeah. if she you said, hell no, we're not going to give you anything. No, you know, then, so. then you tell them you're a stockholder. That's that's what there Jimmy Mack would do. I mean, now she feels great. I mean, 25 is a lot of money to get out of somebody like that. I mean, I think so. I yeah. feel like that's that. I, I would expect them to say no. Amazon's never given me more than a $5 credit for anything. Well, that's, what, so. that's what that's what Mother Teresa gets, $5. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty, it's pretty bold to step back yeah. And, yeah. And, and demand. Yeah. So she just said, yeah, you see what, uh, you saw what she said. No, no, it was, on, it was on. It was on your internet, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was on the uh, the, the fan page. She said, "Yeah." She said, "They said, uh, she said I can't give you that." She said, "She, she said five dollars enough." She said, "No, it's not enough." I want to speak See? to a supervisor. Talk to a supervisor. I think to talk to a supervisor. Well, I can't remember now. But anyway, she got twenty five. Yeah, all. that's what matters. You can never yeah. give up. That's never give up. Yeah, baby. That's yeah. what matters. All right, there he goes, Jimmy Mack with a new song. Let us know what you think about the new songs. I'm feeling you are going to be mad. Fun, but if you love it, you know we can play it a little bit more. I love it. No. Stay alive, Stephen. That was John Travolta's 1983 <laughs> musical. You know that. No, I know. I, mean, I know you, that. You brought I, John Travolta, wasn't it one time? It's the. Oh, you were. No, I was. I was in Greece. Yeah, but you uh, were John Travolta though. Well, yeah. Yes. I, well, I wasn't John Travolta, but yes, I played <laughs> the same right. part that, that John Travolta played. It's like him, but. No, it wasn't the same. It wasn't quite the same. Oh, that's right. The musical. You were singing, though, and you you didn't quite sing like him either. No. <laughs> okay. There's that. All right. All right. <laughs> if you got a question for Jimmy Mac, 888-Kramer8, or just email me, that guy Kramer, gmail.com, or that guy Kramer on Instagram, and we'll come back on Friday. That's almost time again. Before you know it, we'll be doing another one. And I'll be tired still. Okay. I know. What would Jimmy Mac do? <laughs> that's a lot of work you did. I mean, he Ooh. literally, he did homework on that one. Man, so thank you. That. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I love you. Love you, son. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Damn, it's a full-time job. I swear. <laughs> and the pay is just great. <laughs> I'm still waiting on it. I guess checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. <laughs> hey, Danny. You hungry? Would you close that door, please? We ain't got to close the door. <laughs> sometimes sometimes like it's moments like these like right now i'm having a weird moment where i kind of step back and i'm like i'm doing a podcast with my parents like how do do we get here (laughs) my parents are not they're not entertainers they're not you know how do we get here how do we get to this moment i'm in baltimore maryland doing a podcast with my parents i don't know how any of this happened you invited us very peculiar very peculiar we are trying our best I know. All right. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. Well, first of all, I have to say I've discovered a podcaster older than myself. And I'm quite, okay. 
I'm quite excited about it. It's Alan Alda, and he's 84 years old now. Wow. And he has a podcast called Clear and Vivid, and he, he explores different aspects of famous people, but a lot of scientists. He's very interested in science. So I listened to it today, and he was interviewing Anthony Fauci, and it was it was quite interesting. So, um, yeah, so he's 84. I'm 68. So you got a long way to go. You got 15 more years. Right? Yeah. It's just a great, he's just a really funny guy. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to share a quote from him today. Okay. Begin challenging your own assumptions. Your assumptions are your windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while or the light won't come in. Mm. I love that. Yeah. That's the whole mindfulness thing, right? Like you ever stop and ask yourself, why do I feel that way? Other than I just feel that way. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I do that to myself all the time because I mean, I'm, I'm by no means, I mean, Nancy, Nancy might literally be a saint, uh, but I'm no saint. <laughs> no, no. Um, I, that, those genes did not get passed through. Um, but sometimes like I'll, I'll just have an automatic feeling and I'm like, ah, I don't like this or I don't like this or whatever that mm-hmm. is. And then I have to like stop and say, well, why? Right. And how many things do we assume? Mm-hmm. So yeah. many things in our world we assume. We don't have facts to back them up. We just assume that someone is the way they are, acting the way they are because of some reason or another. And that may not be true. Right. Um, that may not be true at all. And one of the things that he likes, um, that he talks about a lot in his podcast is about communication. And you know what the key to communication is? And I know this. And you know this. What is the key to communication? Listening. Correct. Yeah. And so he's really stressing that, that if we will listen to each other and other people and have an open mind, these are my words, have an open mind and an open heart, we can be so changed. Our attitudes, our assumptions, our beliefs can be so changed if we just shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. That's just good. Don't play the podcast too hard. They'll go over there and stop listening to this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you like scientists and you like science and you like Anthony Fauci and all that, I mean, it's really, I'm sure it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There we go. When we come back, we will uh, we'll talk about we'll break down the whole Kiki situation. We're going to push off cheese made for this week, and I promise you, because this is supposed to be a big episode, and then this weekend happened, and it's just I uh, couldn't get it all done. So we uh, I promise you that we'll get to that next week with the whole package situation. But uh, Kiki here in a couple of seconds, and let's talk about Baron Bloom. Baron Bloom is back on this week, and so happy to have them on. I you know what I love is I love all of the amazing messages that we get about bear and bloom uh, that's one of, my, one of my favorite parts it's people that go and try it and uh you know i told the story a few weeks ago about my aunt charlene mm-hmm. and how she is a you know she's a cancer survivor and she's had you know she listens to the podcast and she tried bear and bloom and she said for the first time and since her chemo she's like loved her hair again mm-hmm. and uh i got a, i've gotten a lot of messages about that about what products those are and i just love it when you feel I, I like like it when you get 
positive experiences for anything we advertise. It just makes me yes. feel validated in the advertisers that we're choosing. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I just, I love the mission of Bear and Bloom because mm-hmm. they set out for stories like that. And I know they feel the same way because every time that they get a message like that from you guys, they get really excited too, you yes. know, from all of your, all of your feedback. So Bear and Bloom is a luxury skin and hair, pro, uh, hair line um, that is based out of, of uh, South Carolina and a really cool family. Um, Savannah and Ahmed, who are a interracial couple. And when Savannah was going through a pregnancy, she was having all kind of bad side effects from it. And she wanted to like heal her beauty naturally. And so that's where they basically created this line from that, from that passion. Uh, and so since then they've turned into this, this, this cool blooming, I don't want to say blooming business, but that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And go to their website, bear and bloom naturals.com, the bullion, the bumpy Gonson, um, the, the nipple butter, the, um, the get off me, which is the makeup removal system. Uh, I know a lot of you guys were, were buying this stuff last week. They had a big sale last week and you're finally trying it for the first time. And so I'm hoping that like what, what I, and a lot of people come to me cause I talk about the puffer buffer a lot. Puffer buffer is this mm-hmm. under eye serum. Now I order some of that since we did have that. that. No, and since we did that little video thing for the radio station, I looked at myself. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, welcome to my, my life yeah. every day." It's a buffer. buffer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's there's just a lot of cool products, and we can speak on a lot of them. Um, mm. But I, I want you to go find your favorite and see which one that you love, from hair to skin to babies and accessories. Barrenbloomnaturals.com. Barrenbloomnaturals.com. Use the coupon code Kramer K R A M E R and get twenty percent off. And then, but that'd be like an agreement that when you try it, you'll genuinely let us know because I want to share it with Ahmed and Savannah, and I want to share it with our podcast group too, so we can kind of brag about the products that you're loving from Bear and Bloom. And we got to welcome a brand new advertiser today. Which, this is cool. Uh, you know, we've been talking about we we should all like because it's hard if we're like okay, let's all uh, with, with Bear and Bloom for example, right? Great products, but it's kind of hard to narrow down. Mm. Like, okay, well, let's all get like the the nipple butter and like let's <laughs> <laughs> let's all try that and then come back and report back. There's too many products with that. But this one, I feel like we actually could all try out and give our feedback on. So let's start. Let's let's actually try that for this week. Uh, so happy to welcome HelloFresh to the podcast. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And you know what I'm talking about, right? You've probably seen them online. Your friends have tried them. And I'm actually, my mom and I are both going to be new members of HelloFresh. Where uh, The boxes are coming this week. So we're going to be able to report back pretty soon on how it's going. But here's the thing. Uh, I, I don't like to cook. Because it takes so much time. It takes so much time to go to the grocery store and to figure out. And let's be honest, it's never as good as restaurant quality foods. But going to the restaurant is super expensive. But that's where HelloFresh kicks in, right? They have mm-hmm. convenient delivery right to your doorstep. And it's got every single thing that you need. Easy to follow recipes. Yeah, You can make these meals in about 30 minutes or less. Because moms, okay, moms, you don't have an extra whatever it's like you come home or you're done with your zoom meetings for the day and it's like simply laid out like we've done we've done a lot of research on HelloFresh to make sure like this is somebody we really want to advertise and i do believe in this because i'm all about trying to condense time right now and i know that you are too and the cool thing is variety like you're not making you're not making i want every single parent right now that's like we had pasta and and red sauce three times last week right (laughs) and i'm the same way like i will eat the same thing over and over because i'm just not creative culinarily, I don't think that's a real word, but I'm not, I'm not creative in the kitchen at all. Um, 
And it's just uh, uh, the reason, again, every we, we kind of put a vigorous test to everybody that we bring on this podcast. And we just love that they, they're they big on giving back, too. So HelloFresh donates over 2.5 million meals to charity. That's back in 2019. Mm-hmm. And they're stepping it up uh, with all the coronavirus stuff. So we want to make sure that we're supporting like really good companies, too, doing good things. So I thought what we could do is we could all go try HelloFresh. Yeah. And we could cook, cook, cook the meals together. And, and the thing is, too, like, um, you know, I'm I'm mostly vegan. So they have a vegetarian kit that I can, you know, um, but adapt, adapt to uh-huh. make it vegan. Right. But they've got meats. They've got uh, whatever like paleo, whatever you're looking for. Uh, they have got your kind of meal waiting for you. So we're excited to try it. Mom, you excited? It should be coming this week. I'm very excited. And, you know, um, they say that it's um, – 40% less than shopping at your local grocery store. So yeah. not only is it a time saver, it's a money saver. But even though I'm retired and I have all the time in the world, I really don't want to spend it in the kitchen. Yeah, I feel that. So refreshing to eat new things. Well, let's just stop wasting time. Like we, I, Stop wasting time with all of it. Yeah, like that's what I hate. It's such a it's t- it's such a time suck. So like things like like HelloFresh are going to give you time back in your day, and they're going to make it cheaper for you because there's nothing more annoying. Here's what I hate about cooking too, is I hate when <laughs> I hate when it's like you need a you need a fourth of a tablespoon of a rare African root that you can only get at Whole Foods or something. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't, I don't want $20 and you'll never it's use it. Right. And then like, I can't tell you my spice, I've, my spice cabinet is probably worth half a million dollars right now. Cause I got so many damn spices in here that I'm never going to use. Right. Everything's pre-portioned. It's great. So, um, let's go try it. Okay. Do this. Hellofresh.com slash 80 Kramer, eight zero Kramer. Okay. HelloFresh.80 Kramer and use the code 80 Kramer and we're going to give you a total of $80 off across five boxes and free shipping on your first box. So you're going to save a whole lot of money. Why not try it out when you can save five, you know, like multiple boxes, five boxes you're going to save, have a huge discount on. So over five weeks, if you're digging, it's going to be way lower than your grocery bill. There's no reason not to try it. So HelloFresh.com slash 80 Kramer and let's get it going with HelloFresh. All right, we'll get into uh, the conversation with Kiki here in a second. Uh, first, thank you to all of our certified fans. We'd like to say thank you every single episode because without you, these episodes are not possible. Yes. Certified fans are people that you know donate um, $5 a month or more, and you basically are the backbone of this podcast. And um, you know we're working on some new things right now to, to get the certified fans bigger and better and maybe going to take a look at some other features that aren't quite working the way that I wanted them to work in the first place. I just want to make sure that you feel like you're really part of this family, uh, like it or not, <laughs> the good and the bad, mm-hmm. when you when you subscribe uh, to, to become a, a, a certified fan. So uh, we do need to give a shout out today. And the, I think the one thing that people really cherish is their whoop whoops. <laughs> and uh, that's just my mom basically saying whoop whoop and thank you for uh, – doing so so let me actually Showing get my sort of excitement i'm very excited oh we we're excited when you guys join it really and does it's really helpful love to all our fans on our fan page i just love all of you all. i know so i'm always on there constantly just checking in so fun to check in with you all and keep up with what's going on in your lives it's fun Okay, so uh, today we're going to say hi to our friend Zuli S. Zuli S. from C. Did we say hi to Zuli last time? No, I love that name, though. How fun. Zuli. No, Yuli. Sorry, Yuli. L-U-Y-U-L-I. Last initial S. Cute. Uh, I like that. 
San Diego. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being a certified fan. We appreciate you so much. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. There you go. It's Wonderful. official now. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm bumping cheese, May. You have to understand, and this is one thing that I said when I started this podcast, is I'm not – I don't have to fake it. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to – for the radio, i got to fake it. I've had to fake it for 50, almost 15 years now, and I don't want to do that anymore. And so when there are days that I know we have something scheduled, and I promise you we will get to the package episode next Monday. In case you're like, what's the package episode? That is when I had an Amazon, God, Amazon, I don't know if they should pay us or hate us. Um, <laughs> I had an Amazon package come in and let me just take them one second. I just, I need to take this sunset in really quick. It's so pretty outside right now. Oh. It's like a pink, it's like cotton candy skies. It's really pretty oh, here right now. I'm just taking beautiful. it Beautiful. Why not sign your window too? Yeah. 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 <gasps> um, so when I uh, so I, I had a, I had ordered an intimate package I would say, and I told the story on the radio, but I never I I said I would never tell you what the item was because it just made me way too embarrassed. <laughs> but now because the podcast, I feel like we can get into it. So that's gonna be I promise you next Monday. I really apologize for doing that, but I, I'm actually no, I don't apologize because I'm gonna keep this thing as authentic as possible. Yes. Today instead, I want to talk about Kiki. And yeah. this is really a conversation because I know there's a lot of people. We're we're all pretty similar minded people that listen to this podcast is what I've decided, mm-hmm. and we are. Um, um, we I, I just when I like see the certified fans page, I feel like we all kind of click on the same you know vibrations and stuff. So I want to talk today about pets getting older Mm -hmm. and how it's a real struggle and it's something I've never done well with from Molly, (laughs) uh, which was our first, well, I guess there's Susie was our first family dog. Right. And then Molly. And then from there I've been part of, uh, Rue, which was my Mm ex-wife's dog who passed away, uh, shortly after we got together. And then there was Wiggy. Mm-hmm. who was a chihuahua that would, it was actually, it was my ex-wife's, but you know, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she lived to be 16. And now of course, you know, my baby who was Kiki. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I want to like talk out some of these feelings. Cause I know there's probably something that, um, that will come from this. I'm just not quite sure where I'm going to take this yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I told you that uh, on Friday show that, that, Kiki, there's something wrong, and I'm not quite sure what's going on, but she can't hear. And I have been on, I was on social media kind of playing it out the last couple of days because I was hoping that, as my social media, I've got a lot of followers. And so I was using that. It was not a humble brag, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just more of like, I, I, what's the cool thing on my social media is like, if I ever need to be connected with anybody super fast, it can happen because mm-hmm. everybody either know I, there's somebody following me that's in that situation or there's somebody that knows somebody and you guys are the best. And so you can always connect me to somebody fast. And so, um, I knew something was wrong and I knew something was wrong as of last week, but I wasn't quite sure last, last Sunday. Um, so I, let me take you back to that story first. So I was, uh, Kiki was freaking out, like freaking out in her, I, I keep her in the laundry room and I, I have a little like like a little half gate up, you know, like it only goes up to like your you know, right below your knee, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she stayed in there. And, you know, the first night we were here, she was kind of rough. But since then, she's done really, really well. Well, I know that since Kiki's been a baby, she goes through spells where like sometimes she just doesn't want to be locked up. Mm-hmm. And 
I assumed that maybe because it was raining that she was like freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really frustrated with her because I had to get to sleep. Like I, it was Sunday night. I had to go to bed. I got a big show and you know, it's like, it was this time last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, a radio show. I got to get, you know, it's 10 o'clock, it's 11 o'clock at night. It's 12 o'clock and it's just getting later and later. I don't want to give her the habit of sleeping in the bed. Mm-hmm. And so I really try to avoid that at all possible costs. And typically in the last few years, she's done really well with it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, next night goes on and she does the same thing. And I, and then it's not raining anymore. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I guess I noticed that like her hearing was like deteriorated. Like, and the, the first thing that I knew was that I, I came in and I closed the door, like coming home from work or something. And usually I'm greeted at the gate by her, but she was like still asleep the last two days. Mm. Like she didn't even wake up. And I was like, well, that's really weird. Cause usually she's like just freaking out of the gate. And I have to be like, kiki, kiki. And like go and kind of like tap her to wake her up. Um, so I knew something wasn't right. That plus she had been kind of wobbly and, um, so it really freaked me out. But I, so I called the vet on Tuesday, I guess when I was like, something's wrong. And I went in, I was able to get in about lunchtime on Friday. Mm -hmm. And so I go in and I explain the symptoms to him and he looks at her eyes and he looks at her ear. Well, first thing he does is look at her ears. And, um, cause a lot of you guys had said that if dogs have inner ear infections, it can cause their hearing to temporarily go away. And so I was really hoping it was going to be a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, her ears look fine. And he starts checking your eyes and he checks her eyes and he's like, uh, no, the eyes look good too. Um, he's like, well, th- there could be a couple of things that are going on here. Um, he gave me a disease. Did I text that to you, mom? Did I tell you the text you the name of that? I did. Hang on. Let me, sorry. I have to go back and look. I have it on the sheet, but it's on the kitchen. Um, let's see. Friday, six 30, 12. Did you, uh, something called, um, so he, he said it could be something called vestibular, vestibular disease. Vestibular. Yeah. Vestibular disease. And, that's what he kind of equated this stumbling around to. But, uh, so I was like, okay, he's like, I'm going to give you some info on that. Or you can go Google it. I said, okay. He's like, there's a possibility that she could have had like a mini stroke <laughs> and that could have caused all kinds of things to have happened weird in her body. Um, or this could just be some other kind of neurological issue that, uh, is causing, causing this to happen. So, um, uh, you know, I asked the question because my my concern was like, how, like, will she ever hear again? Mm-hmm. And he he, I was like, so is it reversible? Mm-hmm. And he said no. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to because then I'm like, I'm 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 obviously concerned, right? Because I'm like, well, this could be like a brain tumor or something. He's like, well, that's why I check her eyes because usually if they there's something, something eyes. Like, I don't see any warning signs. He's like, brain tumors usually have like vomiting that come with it or lack of eating and Kiki still eats. So, mm-hmm. um, and so then we start talking about possibly it could be like the heart condition. Kiki has had, um, uh, heart fail, congestive heart failure now for two years. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when they start to have heart failure, that obviously is constricting their, the blood that's being pumped through their body. And then eventually can catch up with their brain. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, so it could be that he's like, honestly, 
I can send you to a, um, a um, not a cardiologist, but a, um, a a neurologist, mm-hmm. and he's like, you can go, you can go get a CAT scan. They can look at her brain and everything. It'll be about eighteen hundred dollars. He's like, but I, I just don't know. Even if they're like, oh yeah, they, there it is. It's you know vestibular disease. Um, what is that going to do? You know, like or oh yeah, she definitely had a stroke. Okay, well, like what is that going to do? Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, we, so I, I guess I'm just stuck at like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. And there's nothing worse for Steven Yancey to have than not knowing what happened because I'm, I start to play out all the scenarios. My brain starts to like go crazy. It was like, was it? was it the stress of the move? Like, was it something that I did the night that she was really upset? Like, yeah. did I give her the proper attention when I was like yelling at her to go to bed? Mm-hmm. Was I not tending to her? Maybe was she distressed because she was having a stroke? Like mm-hmm. so many things like go through my head mm-hmm. of really feeling like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's my baby. Like right. I've had her for, you know, 11 years now right. since she was a puppy. Um, right. I think this is the first dog that I've had. Well, Molly, but right. um, this is the first dog that I've had from like birth. Yeah. And she, like when I was going to get divorced, I was like really adamant that I really want to Kiki because I just feel this really special bond with her. And I know it's weird. because She's a dog and who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, no. But it's really hard. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I think the thing that really hurts the most is that I, like, I'll never be able to, like, tell her that I love her. Mm. Honey, you don't have to tell her that you love her. She knows that. I have never seen anyone show more love for a, a dog than you have. I mean, Kiki knows you would never, ever have to say how much you loved her. She knows how much you love her. You show that in everything you do for her. Yeah, there's no question. You can just just take that thought away because, no, she I, knows that she is dearly, dearly loved. I guess I'm just so worried that like, could I have done something, you know, like was this caused by like the move or like that night being really stressful? Like, should I have been there for her in a different way? Cause I came at her frustrated. Cause again, like she's had these, these freak outs like her whole life. It just, she goes through a phase where like, she just doesn't want to be up in her crate. And so I didn't take it as like anything, you know, And it may not have been anything, <laughs> but she really went from like fine. Like, I mean, fine enough to like now she's like stumbling around and like she can't hear it's just honey, it's that, been really a, a hard weekend because i'm just i guess i'm just so it's just hard to like watch her get old yes it is it is it's so hard because we love we love our animals just like we love our humans we just do they're so special to us. Uh, no, I love Kiki more than I love most humans, <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> I would choose her over a lot of humans. I believe that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that. who knows? I mean, that could have happened in San Diego when nothing changed. So you, you can't know that. So beating yourself up for that serves no good purpose. 
All you have to do is just continue to love her through it like you have been and do what you can for her. That's what you I just do. don't know. And she, I'm like, knows she, she knows that she is loved and you have taken extremely good care of her. So don't beat yourself up for that. I mean, we all get old. We all get old and all live. And she's, and to be fair, she's 11 um, with a heart condition. And so, and they told me like, they told me that like they, she would have about two years. Uh Um, But I would say until this week, like she couldn't tell any difference. You know, you, you can feel it in her chest, but like, everything else has been like completely fine. So mm-hmm. now I guess I'm just in this weird like panic state mm-hmm. because like, I'm just not ready for her to die. Right. I know none of us are ever ready to lose things and people, animals that we love. We're just not, we're just not ready. But you know, speaking of angels, I mean, Kiki's been your angel. She was there. She's been there. I mean, she's been there for you. And your good times and your bad, and she's been an angel, and she'll always be your angel. She will always be your angel. Yeah. And she knows that you love her, and all that any of us can do when someone we love is hurting is to do the best we can to offer them the best comfort and the best, you know, doctors or, you know, the best that we can give them. But the greatest thing that we give them is love. And sh- there's no shortage of love there. There's no shortage of love. Yeah. So don't don't beat yourself up for that, honey. I'm so sorry. I know. I know. I, so- I know it's like part of the process, but I swear to you, I don't grieve anything else, anybody else's death more than I do with like a pet. <laughs> I know. So, I know. Anyway, that's kind of like where my head's at right now. Yeah. I'm like, like, I'm fine, but I'm just. And it would be good to hear from our fans on our fan page or other folks on Instagram to know how they've dealt with it. Because if we've ever, if any of us that have had a pet have all gone through it, we've all gone through it. Well, I remember we, my mom and I share that experience of how painful it is to like make that decision when you've got to Mm. put them down. Mm. And, um, I just hope, I don't know. I just don't, Maybe my mom's angel will come and just <laughs> heal yeah. everything in her because I just I don't want to have to make that decision again. If you've ever had to like make the decision, and I I share this story for two reasons because it was one of the most difficult decisions, but also the most uh, peaceful decisions I've ever made yeah. is when we had to make that decision for um, for Wiggy. And right. sorry, there's nothing worse than hearing someone sit here and try to talk through tears. So sorry. Um, it's okay. We we had to make that decision for Wiggy because she was, her body was just shutting down. You know, she's 16. It was just Mm-mm. one thing after another. She wasn't eating. And so it just got to a point where you would know if you ever had to make that decision. It's just like gut wrenching. Um, but I, I remember though, that I was really terrified to like take her in and the vet had asked, you know, because that's, I mean, do you want to like kill an animal and you keep like going through this whole thing of like, maybe, you know, well, what happens if they get better next week? Or what happens if they rebound? And then am I killing them too soon? It's just like, oh, it's, it's a terrible decision. But I remember that the vet asked, she was like, do you want to stay in the room? Uh-huh. And my ex-wife and I decided that we wanted to just to be there with her, you know? Yeah. And it was so terrible leading up to it. And then the moment, though, that they injected her, mm-hmm. 
this like sense of peace came over to me. Mm-hmm. Came over me this being like it's mm-hmm. it's okay. Like it's okay. It's the graceful thing to do. It just is. It's just it's just you the just see him. Thing. You just see him rest, you know, and like she right. just finally seemed like she was at peace. And right. I don't know. She I was. Know. That's tough. She was at peace. And she wasn't hurting. She had no yeah. more worries. And she had she had served her mission. She'd fulfilled her mission on earth. I mean, she had. She had done what she was put here to do on the earth. So I just hope that I give Kiki like everything she needs, you know, just knowing that it may not be today or tomorrow or next year. It could be, I don't know, five years from now, but like you cannot not give her what she needs because you love her way too much. It's just like, this is, it's like the beginning of the end, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah. Be at peace about it. it. It will all be fine. And she knows you love her. Yeah. She knows you love her. Oh, well. Curious through anything. With that said, um, that's going to wrap up today's show. And I, um, I'm fine. And, you know, I, any, if you want to join this conversation and I appreciate your sympathies, but, um, you know, if you want to just have anything to say, it is. It's just something we can all bond over if you, you know, aging of a pet or a dying pet. It's just, it's tough. So, yes. Or someone in your family. I mean, someone that you love. For some reason, like human death doesn't bother me as much. And that makes me feel like a terrible person to even say that. I know. Like, I mean, it's not true. Like, I'm, uh, but I think it's just because your pets are mean. Kiki's been here by my side forever. Well, so, it's that you've never lost anyone that's, that you're that connected to. Yeah. Yep. That's it. So, uh, 888-Kramer8. And uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, and we can play back some of your calls this week. But I need to <laughs> – I don't need to sit here and <laughs> annoy you anymore with my, with my cry voice. So, thank you for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Thanks for sharing, honey. Love you forever. <laughs>